For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, friends. Welcome back. I am not solo today because I have Drew with me, but typically Ashley and I do a little bit of an introduction and kind of get this whole thing started, but we are switching things up and she already talked with Carson. Y'all heard that episode. So I brought Drew on and I wish that this was a video recording because he looks, I mean, you look great, but you got a cowboy hat on. He's got a white claw. We are currently filming this at noon on a Saturday. We're just getting the party started early. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> a little preface here. It's the start of my vacation True. for like a couple weeks. So True. we went outside for a walk today and it was really hot. It's hot down here right now. So I put on a cowboy hat to protect from the sun. It was a little crabby because it was a lot hotter than I thought it was going to be. And then so then I did, we cooked breakfast and then now I'm... You just kept the party going. Yeah. Yeah. It's party time. Party time. Excellent. Are you excited to be on the podcast? I am. I'm very excited. <laughs> you know, we've always talked about doing a podcast together because before Ashley and I started a podcast, I actually started another podcast with my roommate that you came on yeah a couple of times that was a it was a podcast that never got launched i know but it would have been it good. was a good podcast it would, yeah it would have been good yeah yeah but you know i think we're gonna kind of take a different approach to this episode we're just gonna kind of like go through our relationship like things that we've learned and kind of just start from the beginning so i've already talked about this before my perspective of how we met but <laughs> i want to hear and i think the people the people want to hear your version of it so okay <laughs> all right the way i remember it was we were at washington state or i was at washington state and uh trey tinsley i'm gonna put his name out there i hope he's not mad at me backstory he backstory. is my best friend's brother and he was one of your football players at the time he played for us at washington state while i was coaching there and i was coaching quarterbacks he played quarterback there i remember we were sitting in a meeting and we were all just kind of waiting for the meeting to start, waiting for Coach Leach. And he brought up to me, he said, hey, my sister's coming to the game this weekend. She's bringing one of her friends. And I think you should like hit her up. I was 26. Tw I think I was 26 at the time, 26, 27. Yeah, you were about to be 27, I think. Yeah. So, And I was single, living in a college town, just kind of not really doing anything. I was just coaching and just living and that the relationship part of was not like really a factor. So I was like, Oh, okay. You know, whatever. So as we were sitting there, he was like, here's her Instagram. And he slid his phone over to me. I looked at the Instagram. I was like, Oh, she's pretty cute. <laughs> pretty um, cute. Thanks. Yeah. I was, I was digging the look, digging the profile. You kept your aesthetic pretty nice, pretty clean. Yeah. I was big into aesthetic of my Instagram at that time in my life. Well, yeah, you still are. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, uh, I don't know what you want me to do with this information, but he was like, you should hear up. So I was like, all right. So I got out my phone and I don't remember 
I think I added you as a friend. Yeah. So at the same time that you're getting this information before that, how this kind of led into that whole conversation was my birthday weekend. I had just turned 25. We went away to San Diego for the weekend and I was talking to Shannon, got a little few drinks in me and she was like, you should come to Washington with us and go to this game. And I was like, yeah, I love football. Like I love Trey. He's like my brother. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. I knew nothing about Washington State, had no idea what I was getting myself into. She just told me what what airline to book, what flight, and I booked it. And then right after, I was like texting Trey on Shannon's phone, and I'm like, hey, set Brittany up with somebody. Set Britt up with somebody. This could have been any random person. I was also like envisioning that he was going to set me up with like one of his friends, right? So I was like, set me up with one of your friends. And in my head, he's not that much younger than me. I'm not being like a creepy older person, but he is like, you know, a so- was he a sophomore at the time, I think, or whatever? He was sophomore, junior. Sophomore, junior, yeah. And so I was thinking like a senior, like maybe a fifth year, six year senior, whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, set me up with somebody. And he's like, yeah, I got you. I'm this makes set- me feel a lot better that you were looking for a player. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I got you. I'm going to set you up with my coach. And I was like, no, no, no. I think we missed the whole like, I'm not looking for an older gentleman. I'm looking for like, I'm 25. Like I felt like I had just graduated, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, I got you. So then he sent me Drew's profile you know, we added each other on Instagram. Yeah. And then Drew started liking all of my pictures back from like 2015. <laughs> he like did the creepy thing where like all of a sudden I got a notification that it was like this random picture on my Instagram profile has been liked by a guy that I've never met in my life. Yeah. And you never once said a word to me. You yeah. Just, you just went on this like creepy little thing of like liking all my yeah. Instagram posts. That was my strategy. Okay. So we add each other on, we add each other on Instagram and then so a week or two goes by, you know, Trey's like, hey, you know, game's coming around the corner. Like, have you hit up Brittany? And I was like, well, I had this idea. I was like, instead of sliding in the DMs, I don't even know if this was going to work. I, I think I was just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to do this. If it, nothing happens, nothing happens. But instead of sliding in her DMs, I just started like going back in her profile and like, finding all of her like best pictures. And I just started liking them. So like my idea was... And this is so, it sounds so creepy now, but like pictures from like two years prior yeah. that no one's going back and like liking that, that way it'll pop up on your screen and you'll notice. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So it worked. So, <laughs> so then I started doing the same so thing. So, yeah. So, which was an unexpected <laughs> move because one, I didn't expect anything. One, I, ex- the, the first thing I expected was like, you were just going to block me and the, it was going to be over. But then you started doing it back. So I was like, oh, all right. This is kind of cool. So then I had like five pictures. It wasn't hard to scroll back to (laughs) your first picture. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not big on Instagram. So, so then you start doing it. I started doing it back and it was just kind of this like passive aggressive, like back and forth of just liking. We didn't even like say anything to each other. No, we didn't, which is also really creepy. Yeah. That really was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So anyways, the game comes up, got there Friday morning, got there Friday morning. And so Friday evening is like the hotel night where you guys have all your meetings at the hotel and you stay the night at the hotel. And I knew because I'd gone to previous games with them that we always go to the hotel on Friday night. So I'm like, great, I'm going to meet him in the hotel. Like it'll be our first time meeting you know, I'll see him in the hotel. That will be like the time that we first meet. So I like got all cute. Yeah, we did not meet that <laughs> night. You didn't show up. No, I was there. Yeah, you didn't show up to meet me though. 
you always tell this story to people and you're like you act like i just like ignored you yeah which is not not what happened so like long story short like on fridays families come and like hang out with the players like at the hotel before kind of like everybody winds down and goes to sleep to get ready for the game the next day so in the lobby of this hotel in pullman it ends up being like crowded and packed yeah on Friday nights, like my, like my work isn't done. Like I still have to do a lot of things to get ready for the next day because I was a GA, I was a QC. Like there were things that I needed to do to like prepare for the game that were my responsibility. So I always took it on Fridays to like, I have some downtime. Let me just knock this stuff out. That way I'm prepared. I don't have to do anything on, on game day. Just kind of my process, the way I did things. So like Trey and like Shannon and you know, my friends at the time, they were like, hey, I think Brittany's going to be there. You should, like, say something to her. And I was like, well, like, I can't. I have to, like, go do this stuff. So I think part of me was, like, I feel bad for ignoring her or, like, not ignoring her. But, like, I feel yeah. bad that I won't be able to say anything. But I was like, "Right, I'm going to see her eventually. Right. And in my head, I'm like, you totally just blew it. Like, no chance. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. So <laughs> then he, like, of course, too, like, we leave and he messages me, like, where'd you go? And I'm like, dude, I've been here for an hour and a half, like two hours almost. I messaged you on that? Yeah, yeah, that night. And you're like, are you going out? And I'm like, no, I'm not going out. Also, we're not hanging out. Like, you missed your chance. Sad. You blew it. You blew (laughs) it. So anyways, long story short, because we're getting super long here. The next day was the game day. Right. You guys ended up winning. We ended up getting really drunk at the game, having a great time. Wait, hold on a second. Is this my story or your story? Oh, okay, sorry. All right. So next day rolls around. We won the game. After the game, pretty customary. Everybody goes out, right? And it was a day game too, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So we were we were done with game stuff like at four or five o'clock, which, yeah. was, which was awesome, five or six o'clock. So went home, you know, kind of got myself together. Like, all right, we're going to go out, do whatever. So then I started asking around like to Trey and telling me through them like, hey, we're going to go out to Mike's. And I was like, all right. So we go to Mike's. And it's like later in the night. It's probably like what, 10, 11 o'clock? It was, yeah. Closer to midnight, probably. We had been at Mike's for a while before you got there. Yeah. So we had been somewhere. Trey was like, come to Mike's. And I was like, all right. Mike's is a, is a bar in Pullman for those that don't know. Yeah. This. The first thing I do when I walk into this like part of the bar where Brittany and them are at was I immediately see Brittany. And I was like, okay, I feel kind of bad that I didn't see her like on Friday. So. I'm just going to go right up to her and just start talking to her. So I went up to the bar. She was like standing right. I remember exactly where you were, exactly what you were wearing. You were wearing like a Coog jacket with Mm -hmm. like a, and you had Coog like tattoos on your face and like some, (laughs) and you were drunk. So drunk. I know. I just went up to her and just started talking like, like, like we were best friends. Like we, like we had known each other for 20 years. And I think you had, you kind of liked that. Yeah. You yeah. did. You literally came right up to me and like gave me a hug and like it acted like you were my boyfriend that I was like <laughs> waiting for all night. And I was like, who is this dude? It was just weird because I felt this like weird feeling like I had known you forever, even though I just met you, which is so weird to say. Like I hear when I hear people say that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I was just like, all right, here's my chance. If we'll see what happens, if it goes good, then that's went, that's great. Well. And if it doesn't go good, then this whole thing's going to blow up in my face. But we've been together ever since. Yeah, we did long distance yeah. for a year and a half. 
it was kind of one of those things too in the beginning where I think I was kind of pressuring you and not in the sense to like pressure you but really just being like we're both not like 18 year old kids mm-hmm. like we're not gonna do or talk to each other if we don't live in the same area yeah. it makes no sense it's not like we're casually gonna see each other out like we'll never see each other again if we don't like right make a commitment you right. know so so yeah so then you know after that weekend we were pretty much like kind of agreed like hey we'll We'll stay in touch, you yeah. know, text each other on, you know, on and off. I hope my parents aren't listening and I hope your parents aren't listening. But we spent the night together the first night and 7 a.m. He's like, I got to go to work. And I was like, this is a freaking joke. It's Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Like this is this kid just wants me to leave his apartment. Like, fine, I'm out. So we end up leaving. You text me five seconds later like I miss you already. I did. Yeah probably it sounds creepy when you say it but like you just met me yeah okay all right so as creepy as that sounds it was true i had to leave like i had to get up and go to work like probably a lot of your audience members probably understand like starts all over again on sunday so like Brittany didn't quite understand that and i didn't really have the time to like explain to her like yeah hey i have to go to work i'm gonna be here all day all night like like this is my life for the next like five months right you know so I felt bad about that and then I thought about you all day after that just because I you know anyway so we had been texting for a while and then we just had kind of agreed that we were going to stay in touch and and Mm -hmm. so we were at the very beginning when we met we were kind of doing long distance sort of we were yeah Yeah. we talked every day it wasn't like we weren't fully like dating at that point we didn't decide like we were dating we were just like talking getting to know each other but I remember you told me I have to let you know like basically this what this life is because we talked on the phone every day mm-hmm. and you were like this life is hard and whatever like you were trying to explain it to me and I really did not understand in the very beginning I did not like I said I was so confused at why you're going to work on a Sunday I thought you know from the player perspective yeah. you get the day after a game off and so I was really confused at why yeah. you're going in all day she knew from like kind of a player's perspective because you've been around yeah. guys that have played sports yeah. before and baseball and football and whatnot. So you, like you got it from a player's perspective, but from like a coach's perspective, yeah, you, I didn't had really, no idea. you didn't really understand. No. So, and I kind of knew, I kind of knew that I kind of knew that you really didn't quite understand what was going on. So I, yeah, I, that I, was like a really tough time. I feel like a learning curve for us. Yeah. Both of us, I think. Right. Because you had never really dated somebody being a coach. Mm-hmm. So you having to kind of figure out being in a relationship and being a coach and balancing both of them. And it being long distance. And being long distance. So the couple months goes on, and I'm just telling the story just kind of how how it goes along here. But, like, she starts to be like, well, like, you know, what like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, what is your... <laughs> that's our goal. Like, what's our schedule? Like, what, you know, what, what are we even, like, trying to do here? And so... You know, I think you were planning on coming back to like a few games like later on in the season. So like we were kind of planning that. And then so, yeah, we had the conversation of like what my life was and if we could like make it work. And we decided to like go into it. I pulled a really crazy girl move and I planned a surprise trip to see you. I mean, we're officially dating at that point. We were like two months into like knowing each other. Yeah, but I knew like my best friend's parents were going. So I was like. If this doesn't turn out, like I have a place to stay, I can hop, stay you just with them. Went on the trip. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I can stay with. They're basically like my second parents, so I can stay with them 
no harm, no foul. Like at least I'll know and I'm not going to be doing this long distance thing for forever. Mm -hmm. It worked out. It worked out. So she came on that surprise trip, really surprised me. I was like very excited to see her. Didn't know she was coming. Made me feel very strong feelings for you. So, you know, she came to that game. So we had been to two games together and then like kind of towards the end of the season, went to a bowl game. We were in San Diego, which is like my favorite place in the world. Mm -hmm. Love San Diego. Love the Holiday Bowl. So shout out the Holiday Bowl. So we did long distance for a year and a half and the story is getting really drawn out, but it was really tough. Mm -hmm. It was super, super yeah. tough. I had to learn the industry. You had to learn how to be in a relationship and balance. Like, you know, I think what I really remember, and I always say this on here, but like communication, that was like our hardest thing because you have been a terrible communicator. You've gotten so much better, but like in the beginning, it was so crazy. I would never know what yeah. was going on, when things were happening, yeah. what your schedule was. Like it was wild. It was it was hard to transition into being in a relationship when it wasn't you being there all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I was in a relationship and knew that I was in a relationship. It's, it's not that I forgot that I had a girlfriend, but like I spent all those years, and especially those early years of my career, like I would just work and work and work. And the only people I would talk to were like my family mm -hmm. and like my friends. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like, Hey, here's my schedule. Hey, here's what I'm doing this weekend. You know, here's where I'll be, you know, yeah. not that, and it's not that you were like demanding to know where I was like all the time or like what, but it was hard for me to plan, like to come see you or plan for us to like do yeah. anything. And, you know, I remember not really realizing like what the bowl game meant. I really had no idea. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big like NFL girl. I'm a big MLB, MLB girl. I was not a college sports fan. So, so I literally had to have Shannon explain to me you just what, didn't know what, what a bowl was game on. was. Yeah. I had no idea what a bowl game was. Yeah. And she was like, it's this, you know. And so we talked about the bowl game and I was like, well, am I invited? Like he hasn't asked me to come with him to the bowl game. Like, does he want me to go? Like, this is Christmas. I have to plan with my family. Like you didn't understand that like I needed a plan and I yeah. didn't understand that you don't find things out till last minute on those deals. Right. Yeah. Which is, that's part of the problem too. And this is kind of like a, a, a backstory into like my life. Like my, my dad's a college football coach. So, so like my whole life I grew up around the game. I grew up around the sport. And like, for those of you that don't know, like the bowl games usually happen around the holidays. So like Christmas, New Year's Eve, when I was growing up, that was how I spent like my holidays, you know, my, my parents would kind of plan, you know, cause it was just, it just happened to be that when my dad was coaching, they were always in bowl games. And so we would always just spend our holidays in hotels, just right. wherever the, wherever the site was at. So, you know, my parents were awesome about that, but they would just, we would, that's what we would do. Wherever right. it was, we would spend Christmas in Dallas or San Antonio or New Orleans, you know, wherever it was at. So I just gotten used to that. And then the same thing happened when I was playing in college. I spent, you know, holidays there. So it just didn't dawn on me to like, because I was going there anyways. It right. didn't dawn on me. You know, I just thought like, hey, we're going to meet up at the bowl game or whatever. But right. I didn't plan it that way. Right. So, so, so we had a good. lot of learning yeah. to do in the beginning. And it was really tough. I think most people that start a relationship, they have this like honeymoon phase in the very beginning. And I would say we definitely did not have a honeymoon phase. Like mm -hmm. it was great. You know, we like talking to each other, but I just always felt like we were constantly like struggling between like trying to figure out when I was going to see you next and trying to get your schedule, trying to get you to communicate with me. Like there were so many things that we really, really struggled with in the beginning that 
when we moved in together after a year and a half, I decided to move to Washington because we had decided, you know, if we're going to try this thing, like we need to physically see if we can be in the same space together and see if this works. I think that's kind of when our honeymoon phase more started than Mm -hmm. when we were like in the beginning of our relationship. Yeah. We had definitely gotten to a point where it was like, all right, we're either going to like commit to doing this or we just might as well not be together. So I came, came down to California, got your stuff and yeah, moved, moved to Washington. And it was honestly like for me, people ask about like moving in with your significant other and like how many things have changed and things that, you know, you did before that you maybe don't do now. And I don't think it was a huge change for me personally, because to me, like I finally got to see you and finally got to like have you home every single night versus FaceTiming you, calling you. Like it was so much different that I appreciated any time I got with you. Right. Yeah. And that was a transition too, because I'd never lived with a significant other at that point either. either. So like it was so much better than doing long distance and our relationship got better. I think, you know, we communicated better. We, we, we both understood kind of what was going on and, and Brittany has probably talked about this on the podcast before, but she got a job at Washington state. And, uh, so we were around each other all the time. We were both on campus all the time. So like stuff like that helped. And then we were going to games and doing all that stuff. So it was just so much better after that, but we had to work through a tough time of long distance and you figuring out kind of my schedule and me figuring out the relationship on my end and it was it had taken a while (laughs) yeah it did and then when we moved in together I think what the biggest struggle was was like me realizing what this life actually entailed because when you're at least from a distance of it and when you're when you're doing long distance you only you only were there for like weekends right like games right you know and you get to pop into that lifestyle you get to like kind of have that perspective for one weekend and then you're out of it for another four weeks and, and you're back the, in and then you're out so and it and it's kind of misleading because it's like the best part of the, yeah yeah you, yeah. Come, you come to the game and it's fun and it's exciting it, and you yeah. get to like hang out with your friends and drink and hang out hopefully you win you get yeah. to celebrate go out all those things so you get, you get the time like that's when you have your most time off right yeah, it was yeah. so different than when we lived together and I was like oh he actually really does work till two in the morning oh like he actually doesn't get this time off and I have to like communicate with women that I didn't know before because it was me kind of showing up here or there like you know I realized like all these people all of these significant others are constantly together and I'm the outsider so that was really really a struggle I think I remember you being really mad at me a couple times because like I would work I'd work like real late it'd be one of those like real late nights she was like you know, what, like, what's going on? Like, yeah. why, why are you, why are you up at 2 a.m. like on a Sunday or Monday yeah. night? And I had to explain to her, like, this is how we work. This is how we game plan, do all this stuff too. So she like, the skepticism was there of like, what what's going on? Yeah. You know, like, I was this like, is, mm-hmm. yeah, you're this, working till 2 a.m. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, when, when she, when she moved to Pullman, our relationship, we just kind of took off from there and, and we got a place together, got a dog together. And we just kind of started our lives at that point. And now to bring you to present day, we bought a house before mm-hmm. we got engaged. Some people might think that's crazy, but it just kind of worked out in our in our life. And I think I've said this many times on the podcast, but I think you should do what you feel is best for you and your relationship. And I don't think that, you know, one size fits all in any relationship. I think that you need to really dive into what works best for each of you. And for us, like, 
we worked kind of a little bit backwards. We did long distance. We moved in together. Then we bought a house together. We bought a dog together before we even moved in together. Yeah. Which just stupid. backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Then we moved in together, bought a house together. And then now we're planning our wedding mm-hmm. and that hasn't really been together. <laughs> she likes to say that. But yeah, like all of those things we kind of did. And, and in between that, again, Brittany's probably told this story before, but I got a new job. So we moved down here to Mississippi. So we had to deal with that and, you know, took a step up in my career a couple of times. So there was some challenges that did that. But we we just kind of along yeah. the way just did what we felt was best for us. And it just happened to be a little bit. I guess a little bit out of order yeah. and kind of what most people think. But we moved down here to Mississippi right at the beginning of the pandemic, which was tough, obviously, on everybody. Very fortunate enough to get into a position where we could buy a house together. And uh, we we did that and went through the growing pains of mortgages and having a house and trying to build that up and then finally getting married or getting engaged. And mm-hmm. now we're planning our wedding. So yeah, a lot of steps have been taken over the last like year two years yeah so what would you say has been like the hardest thing about having a relationship in the sports industry for me it was just like we talked about earlier it was the communication because I'm just a terrible communicator yeah I think you've gotten so much better yeah but when you move in together and you have a significant other it's like you you don't really realize and this is probably the basics of being in a relationship so this is going to make me sound really stupid but like your life is not just yours anymore You know, Mm -hmm. like you have somebody that you're responsible to and you're responsible for. So things need to be planned. Things need to be talked about, communicated. And that way you can understand each other and live the life that you want to live. And I just had spent so much time by myself that it was just kind of like, I'm just going to handle this and everybody will kind of adjust off of that. (laughs) (laughs) You're a very fly by the seat of your pants type of person. And I am a uh, plan every single detail type of person. And I always think that in life, those two people find each other and that's how it, things work because if we both were if like, we were both either way i feel yeah, like it would, would be a disaster we would, we would tear each other apart yeah yeah and so what is the best part about having a significant other in the sports industry sports are my life you know that was it was a lot of my identity growing you know that, that sounds bad it's not my identity but it's like a big part of my life growing up and and so i enjoy a lot of things that come with being in the sports industry and now that you and I are together and we're about to get married and all that stuff to be able to enjoy it with my partner and significant other like that brings me a lot of joy and a lot of happiness so like yeah we had to figure some things out but like getting to live this life together has always been like really fun to Mm -hmm. me so I'm glad we're doing it together and can't imagine doing it with anyone else. Yeah. So do you have anything else you want to say to the people? No I've been waiting to come on the podcast for a long time so I'm glad that we're doing this. I like this kind of format. I know it's fun. It's fun to have you on the podcast and talk about your perspective. I think it's interesting because, you know, we always talk about from the significant other perspective of the sports industry. Of course, that's what our platform is about. But I think it's sometimes missed how how important we all are to them and how they actually do appreciate us. And sometimes I think you know, communication, it can get messed up a little bit, I think. And so we really work on our communication. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely wouldn't. And I'm not just saying this because you're in front of me, but like, I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for you. You know, there's a lot of things that you've done over the last like four or five years now that if it wasn't for you, I would, who knows where I'd be in my career. So it's important that you find each other and you help each other along the way. And hopefully it's, 
the same way, you know, your, your podcast is so successful now and it's a team effort. Yeah. We always want to say that, you know, I think they can't do it without us and we can't do things without them. And, you know, sometimes we joke around that we do so much on our own, but really like it's a team effort mm-hmm. and we really do like lean on each other in a lot of these times, whether that's physically with different things around the house or if it's emotionally or mentally, whatever it is, you know, you have to lean on each other. So except when it comes to wedding planning, then you just, then you, I do it myself. Yeah. I don't, yeah. We don't lean on each other. No, then you do, you do what you want to do yeah. with that. And I'm just going to show up. Yeah. I'll just be there. Yeah. We'll fill you guys in on that. We'll have to bring you along. Maybe we'll do like a wedding episode where I can quiz Drew on things that we've booked for our wedding and yeah. he can answer what he thinks we've done. No clue. Yeah. No idea. But <laughs> I know it's in Austin, so that's... There we go. You're going to be there. What day is it? Uh, July 2nd. Yeah. Of what year? 2023. Yeah. Okay. There we go. At least you'll be there. It's 2022 right now, so if it was July 2nd... It would be already passed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for having me on. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And thank you so much for everyone that's listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on More Than a Season Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at More Than a Season Podcast for the latest updates. If you've enjoyed this episode, please download, subscribe, or leave us a review on your choice of platform. See you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.